Yeah, it's look at it's it's been a tough it's been a tough number of months in in Mayo, and more than other parts of the country like Donegal and and the south of the country, where you know the disproportionate numbers of refugees have been placed over the last uh, eighteen months, twenty twenty four months, and and I suppose the crux of our motion it, it comes down to the fact that government really haven't had a strategy around this to date. We talked about a lot of short term measures in terms of using hotels and hostels and guest houses and so forth for a three to six month period. But that hasn't ceased, and and it's actually continuing. And I suppose that was really one of the main triggers of what kind of forced the the motion on Monday, which was cross party. Um, the other part of it that kind of was lost in the in some of the debate is the is the whole housing situation, where you know the emergency legislation brought in to to build modular homes in in record time for refugees. It's great, and I mean we have an estate in in Clamaris, which is working pretty pretty well with twenty eight houses. Um, but we need to look at in extending that legislation to include people who are in affordable housing needs as well um, within the within the county and within the country. The the, the problem we have in Mayo, and I, 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 it's no different in other other counties along the the western seaboard, is that it's in our view speculators and opportunists who are driving the strategy here. They're they're identifying hotels and guest houses and other tourist accommodation that's a lot cheaper than the East Coast. They're filling them up with refugees. They have no care for the services around it. They have no care for the community that they're putting people into. And, and that's where we have the great difficulty with government, and that's why we took such a, 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 a drastic action. In Mayo, we have lost 35% of our beds. Our two of our main attractions that many of your listeners would, we would know uh, is Crowpatrick, um, just outside Westport, and the Great Western Greenway between Ackle and Westport. The numbers for those, the footfall for those has dropped by 50% last year. They're real numbers. They're not, you know, just making those up as they go along. And that's down to the fact that we have lost so many visitors in our county. The knock-on impact of that is that people, businesses now are beginning to close because the, the, the downstream industries in particular, business in particular, your, your restaurants, your cafes, your bars, your local draper, your boutiques, your hairdressers and so on, are feeling the pinch because of the, 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 the reduction in footfall. The problem that we really worry about here is, is the social discord that will come from that because as, as people lose jobs and businesses close, services are now already over the edge in terms of provisions. The people that are going to be blamed are, are, are migrants and refuge, refugees into our, into our country. And, and, and in fairness to them, they're not the ones that have created this difficulty. In our view, it is down to the fact that the government have no strategy around it they are not given any cognizance to the capacities within communities to, in terms of services and, and, and the knock-on impacts around to ensure that we, it, unlike in, the say, the Syrian situation where the government worked with the council, did a capacity analysis to see what was available in terms of education, in terms of medical, in terms of policing, in terms of housing and so forth, none of that has happened this time around. And everything is, is kind of seat-of-the-pants decision-making where, in our view... It's down to simply opportunists and speculators who are using this as a money opportunity. But motions are passed all the time uh, by councillors. Some don't necessarily go the distance. How confident are you that this will hold tight? I'm very confident. And I mean, even in the last 24 hours, we've seen in a response from government now that they're talking about the the top 10 locations in in the country, uh, supports coming into into those locations. And, you know, Northwest and, and the West and the South are the really the ones which, which have really taken on the large numbers. I've also heard people now talking about dedicated government-run um, centres that will be dedicated to, to, to the whole 
processing of, of refugees and ensuring that they're, you know, it's dealt with in a managed way. This is the first time I'm hearing those conversations, and I think that's really important because, as I said, for too long, it's been kind of seat-of-the-pants approach to, to, to dealing with it. This is not going to go away. I mean, the Ukrainian war can end tomorrow morning, and please God, it will end sooner rather than later. But the migration situation right around the world is not going to change, and Ireland is no different. Um, so we need to realise that this is going to be a long-term challenge that all of us are facing. Migration in itself is a great thing, in my view. Um, migration has played a key role in the last 20 years in the success of Ireland, where people are, have come in with all sorts of skills and qualifications and experience. But it has to be done in a managed way, and we really don't want to get into a situation where Irish and residents and Irish people feel disadvantaged over refugees or vice versa. We need to be all working together on this. And that hasn't happened to date. And do you feel that councillors, your colleagues and the likes of Sligo Leitrim and Donegal should follow suit in bringing forward similar motions uh, to their council? I, I absolutely do. I, I know some councillors won't agree with the stance we've taken, but I mean, it really, the, the response has been remarkable over the last uh, 24 or 48 hours in terms of our motion. Uh, as I say, the government have responded already. Um, I know as a Fine Gael councillor, I'm part of the Fine Gael government, um, that there probably be ministers that wouldn't be too pleased and the Taoiseach isn't too pleased. But I think it's important they, they, they hear what the local communities are saying. And, and, you know, we are ultimately the ones that are interacting with people every day of the week and listening to what people have to say. And we, we're not trying to create any polarisation within society. We're trying to help to move things forward. And I think the more councils that do this, and the more councils say to government, look, if we have a problem here, that we need a solution for and a real long-term workable solution, the better. And I would encourage uh, the councils and the Sligos and the Donegals and Cavans and so forth to come forward and, and, and really make a statement on this.